Welcome back to the rabbit hole. How is everybody doing today? My name is Tom. Tammy's over here, kind of sitting off to the side. So hey, we can't say hello. How everybody's doing today? You haven't done a podcast in how how long? <sighs> Had stuff happen. Life details, happens. Details. Anyway, played that song for a particular reason because it got my brain thinking on some things. And one of the things, the big question that we keep on asking ourselves is what is it that we can do to keep freedom going? But I digress. We'll get into that here in a little bit. First off, so I started listening to the president when he was talking a little while back and he was talking about inflation. And he said that inflation wasn't caused by government spending. And to get, the government is the only one that causes inflation. It's not really caused by the producers, nor is it really caused by the consumers. It is caused because the government puts in more money into the system and it devalues the current money that's out there. So... One of the things that he did, as we all expected, he didn't accept any responsibility for anything because he said that it was all a false narrative and it was all wrong and they had it all wrong on how they did it and government spending doesn't cause all that. But I digress. We get, we'll get into that again in a little bit. So they were talking about spending about massive amounts of money. So what they're going to do? They're going to print more money. Well, the CPI index came out and compared from last month, inflation last month was at 8.5 and this month it is at 8.3. The prognosis is still not good. Considering that at the beginning, I believe it was in, let's see if it shows in the data here because I got it all printed out. No, no it's just statistics on... Uh, Inflation rate, consumer price index, core inflation rate, export prices, and it tells, it, it goes on down, and we'll get into that here real quick. But uh, 8.3 is still not acceptable. It's not acceptable. But it's only going to get worse. Why is it going to get worse? Well, there's $40 billion that's going over to the Ukraine. Of money we don't have we don't have that money they're gonna to have to print it and then they're gonna to have to send it out on top of which I I seen a video where they're saying that the Ukrainian 
dollar versus the U.S. dollar is <laughs> you were better off going down to Mexico and getting pesos down there than you were to get the Ukrainian dollar. It is valued at like three and a, three, little under three and a half cents to the American dollar. That's where it's at right now. So we're pumping money into a into a failed economic system over there coming from a failed economic system over here. So give you a couple readings from what it says here. The annual inflation rate in the U.S. slowed to 8.3. And this is coming from uh, tradeeconomics.com. You can go look it up there if you want. I highly suggest that website. I keep it on my phone, so I keep an eye on it all the time. Went from 8.3 in April to a 41-year high of 8.5 in March, but less than the market forecasted of 8.1. Energy prices increased 30.3 below the 32 below the 32% in March, namely gasoline, which was 43.6 versus 48%. While fuel increased more from 80.5% versus the 70.1%. On the other hand, food prices jumped 9.4, the most since April 1981, and prices also rose faster for shelter via the 5.1% uh, versus the 5%. New vehicles went from 13.2% to 12.5%, and on a monthly basis, consumer prices were up 0.3, slightly more than the expectation of the 0.2% but below the 16-year high of 1.2 in March. The index for gasoline fell 6.1%, offsetting the increases of the, of the indexes of natural gas at 3.1% and electri electricity at 0.7%. Despite the slowdown in April, which suggests that the inflation has probably peaked, the inflation is likely to fall to pre-pandemic levels and energy and food prices will remain elevated. That's not good. And, like I said, top it all off, more money's going to Ukraine. For a war that we have no business being over there in the first place. But, again, it's all about fear. The only business that we had over there, they squandered. And then with the Roe versus Wade debate going on, the, with the leak, there was a rouse uh, to divert your attention away from the release of 2,000 mules. But Roe Ro versus Wade is going to provide another form of control. It's it's a, going to set the precedence, and I'll I'll get into that here in a little bit. The Supreme Court thing that they had, like I said, was a was a diversion for the real surprise of the 2020 election. But if we don't correct that then we cannot move forward in confidence. And I personally have not seen it, but I have no doubts that it's revealing. I got it ordered. I don't know when it'll be here, but it is ordered. So while we're away, uh, the left has been busy trying to continue to turn the United States into a communist country. So being that, Elon Musk bought out Twitter, or was trying to, that's been put on hold since then, the liberals are panicking because Twitter was like their main social media platform to get all their messages across. So they no longer control the narrative. The new government entity is needed. Maybe we should call it the 
Reich Ministry of Public Enlightenment and Propaganda. Nah, that sounds too Nazi Germany. But the shoe fits the whole narrative. Or maybe call it the Ministry of Digital Development, Communications, and Mass Media. Nah, probably better not. Someone might think it's old Soviet Union with a modern name. Or maybe we should just simply call it the Ministry of Truth. Nah, that sounds too Chinese. Or how about the Ministry of Information and Communications Technology and Ministry of ICT? Too complex and too Middle Eastern. So for instructional purposes only, we're basically just going to call it the Disinformation Governments, government, Governance Board. And for the record, it is also worth noting that the disinformation was used in the sense of deception propaganda. Can we just call it BS? Yeah, you can. Broadcasting shit. Disinformation goes clear back to the 1880s. But it wasn't until the 1950s the Soviets mastered it. And then it was in the 2000s the Democrats uh, perfected it. Ukraine is now going on 76, I think it's now up to 83 days. And billions of dollars have gone to Ukraine to stop the Russians' invasion. Meanwhile, the United States has been invaded for the last 400 plus days. Mm-hmm. So how much money has gone to Ukraine? March 16th, $800 million. March 18th, $13.6 billion. April 21st, $1.3 billion. And then, uh, not that long ago, I think it was earlier this week, $40 billion going to Ukraine. And not a single Nebraska representative voted against it. Here's the thing. Ukraine likes war. Well, there's... That's why they like war. We keep giving them money for it. No, it's it's something more more sinister than that. All I know is you look back at history, Ukraine likes war. All to aid Ukraine in helping to secure its borders. Meanwhile, there's no emphasis on helping the southern states secure theirs even though it's directly stated as the president's job to secure his own borders. So here's what we know this week. Inflation rates slowed down from 8.5 to 8.3. Still not good. Gasoline went from 48% uh, down to 43.6%. Bullshit. I call bullshit. And Nina Jackowitz, who is... Uh, Jankowitz, who is the head of the Department of Government's Board because information is flowing so quickly now, she resigned. But she was also responsible for spreading the Alpha Bank hoax, which is currently in the heart of the special counsel John Durham prosecution of Hillary Clinton's campaign lawyer. Miss Nina was also the advisor in 2016 and 2017 to the Ukrainian Foreign Ministry of Disinformation and Strategic Communications. Under the auspices, auspices, I believe if I said that right, of a Fulbright Clinton Public Policy Fellowship. Finland and Sweden are now talking about joining NATO. Oh, Lord. And they're probably going to get it. They said uh, 
there's a big push now, and they're going to be joining NATO. Well, that's a big mistake. Well, that's their that's their prerogative. Now, granted, I don't. Everybody knows my opinions on NATO. I don't believe in NATO. Uh, I believe what Thomas Jefferson said. I believe it was is uh, friends with everyone, treat uh, treaties with no one. Yep. Allies with everyone, treaties with no one. And that's exactly what's going to end up happening here is it's not going to be good. So in the wake of the Buffalo shooting, the governor of New York has signed several executive orders to combat gun violence and domestic terrorism and, in, and investigate social media platforms promoting violent extremism. On the side note, the shooter that was a left-wing extremist who openly talked about doing this, and the local PD did nothing about it, he had also stated that he had chose Buffalo due to being a high gun law city, so so resistance would be little to nothing at all when he entered the store. The fact that New York is creating a version of dis if its own version of disinformation governments board should tell you everything you need to know. First, it's a big fear is a big controlling factor and they the people are tired of it. So a new fear and techniques and other fear factors need to be implemented. And the only way they can get complete control and round up the law-abiding citizens because we have always asked how the hell they were, the Fed was going to take all our guns away. All they had to do is use the fear. All them people that are brainwashed, that don't believe in freedoms, but live in fear, are going to be the ones that are going to be narking on all of us. They're the ones that are going to return us in, just like what happened over in Nazi Germany when the, Germany, when the Germans turned in the Jews. We will be that. That's what we will be. It's a, it's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow, but most of you already know out there that we are in pre-Germany prior to them going into World War II. We're in Germany, not, not quite 1939, but we're about 1932 right now. 1932, 1933... That's in the range when all that happened. So, fear is a big controlling factor, like I had stated. And if they, if they don't have the resources to do it, they'll use the liberal populace to do it. Because, like I said, they have no backbone, and then we enter the mode where we all hate to say history repeats. Pretty scary and simple, really. And by the time they figure it out, it's all too late for them, too. When one fear stops, you got to implement another one. And then we come full circle into one of them things we talked about earlier. And history is on repeat. But by perpetuating the fear on the public, it stokes and stoked the fear of communists taking over. You dehum dehumanize your opposition... And now you have reasons for killing legally. Roe versus Wade has far bigger implications than most think. If they dehumanize the baby, that gives them a foothold 
for a much bigger picture and ten times more brutal than the last one. But the things we learned about disinformation governments boards and any country that utilizes them, they went after the opposition, after the opposition, and, and eliminated them. History's on repeat, people, unless we can stop it. So the last thing we're going to discuss is what is the burning question? What is it? What is the answer that we can do to stop this whole thing? Most of you have already been doing it. You don't have fear. You don't fear what they are trying to falsely put an put a false narrative out there and you're not falling for it. You never have. You live you live your life, you live your as free as it is with the freedoms that you have. And if you do not live in fear, and that's the only thing we've ever been telling people <clears throat> is not to live in fear. Go live your life. Do as what you always do. Don't live in fear. Fear is the big controlling factor. We break the fear, we break them. Because then they won't have anything to try to do. They don't have the resources to come after us. But we got to break that fear from other people. So your, your jobs and my job is to go out there and communicate the message to people to stop living in fear. Live your lives as you normally do. You should never live in fear. If you live in fear, you have a tyrannical type government, which we have right now. They've already been trying to pinpoint us again, saying that they need to get rid of us by whatever means necessary. They've, publicly, they've had a couple Democratic type people, if you want to call them that, come out and say that but fear and tell people to live as free as they can if you don't have the fear you'll you'll be able to do everything that you want to do that is the answer once we get them people to conquer their fears and show them that they're not really there Everything else will fall into place. Yeah, you're going to have some of them that are compliant. But most of us know we've been around, been around this long enough. And we all know that in the end, it's all about freedom. It's about living your life free. It's about, you know, just being free. Without fear. My name's Tom. We'll talk to y'all later. It's glad to be back on the air. Sorry it took so long. So from the rabbit hole we go. And until next time. We'll see you then.